1: Oh, holy crap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is getting like, holy crap. Yeah. All right. right, Before we jump in, go ahead. And we have two things to talk about. One, we have ratings. Yes. And two, we have good news.
1: Yes, we do. All right. Episode six brought in a 0.19 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.609 million viewers, making it the 37th rated cable show for the day. And our good news is now we are recording this on June 1st, so <laughs> yes, everybody knows by now that Amazon has picked up The Expanse for Season 4.
0: Which is great, because the way this is going, there's no way we weren't going to be left on a cliffhanger.
1: Oh, absolutely. There is no doubt in my mind we are going to have one hell of a massive cliffhanger for the, at the end of Season 3.
0: Right, it was so going towards Dark Matter level.
1: Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> All right.
0: Let's talk about Episode 6, shall we?
1: All right. Immolation. The final battle between Earth and Mars threatens the very future of humanity. A new monster is unleashed on Prospero Station, and Anna receives the smoking gun she needs.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Let's start with the UN.
1: Yes. We open with the UN War Council in session on Earth. Aaron Wright is present along with Secretary General Gillis. Everyone has been briefed of the mutiny aboard the Agatha King and the U.N. ships currently firing at each other.
0: I don't understand why they haven't heard what's going on. Was it literally just to those ships in the area that were able to hear it? It wasn't just like an open channel? Uh,
1: Apparently. It was only, I think they only opened it to the AO. And not broadcast everywhere.
0: Oh, okay. All right, but you have Gillis, who, yeah, wants to be connected to the Agatha King, but obviously we know what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. Right. (laughs) Because the comms aren't going to work. Sorry, buddy. There's too much crap going down on the ship.
1: Right, because we do hear Wynn ordering the ships back to the AO, and Gillis wants to know what the hell is going on out there. As he hears the mutiny word.
0: Well, yeah, that's not something you want hanging over your head.
1: No. (laughs) And, yeah, he is just completely beside himself with what he's hearing from this. And even Aaron Wright's got to be a little bit scared that something horrible has gone wrong.
0: I'm thinking at this point, Aaron Wright has to be thinking to himself, Man, Wynne is not as stable as I thought he was.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so later, Anna barges into Gillis's office with ammunition, and she shows him the footage of Aaron Wright admitting to treason.
0: Now, do you think this was literally within, like, maybe an hour or so of her getting it? And it just, se- because, obviously, we've seen it what seems like forever ago.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been fairly recent.
0: I feel like that's not something she would have sat on for any length of time. No,
1: no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Yeah. As soon as she saw that, she would have been just waiting for him to return to his office. And once she knew that he was there, she was storming in there to give him the what for with it.
0: At least Gillis had the decency to look completely freaked out. Yes. (laughs) And I don't know if that's what Anna needed to confirm her belief. That he had no idea. Because I think when she first seen it, she was worried that he knew exactly what was happening.
1: Right. Absolutely. I think there was that fear there in her that she knew that Gillis knew what Aaron Wright was doing.
0: And then it was really funny when he calls Aaron Wright into the office and Aaron Wright comes <laughs> in with his little attitude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> his smug attitude.
0: Oh, God. That man just makes you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> Good job to the actor, because I want to punch you.
1: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And of course, Aaron Wright confirms that the footage is true and calls Gillis spineless and blames Anna for swaying the Secretary General.
0: And this is where he got even more smarmy. Yes. Because, it, and you know what, I'm not saying he was incorrect, but he's, Actually said, if he was talking to a janitor, he'd have believed he was a mop next. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying he's wrong. I'm just saying that was something shitty to say. Yes. And I think Anna, at this point, truly understands that Gillis was simply a mouthpiece to whoever was closest to
1: him. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I mean, Aaron Wright wasn't wrong in that moment.
1: No, not just at wrong all. Wrong in general. Yeah. <laughs> So, Gillis has Aaron Wright arrested for treason, and we go, thank you, Lord, we've got him (laughs) out of the way, but Gillis is merely happy that he can pin all of his mistakes on Aaron right now. He has a viable scapegoat.
0: And this just makes me feel, I don't know, really distressed.
1: Yes. Because... And I'm surprised Anna just didn't slap the hell out of him right there.
0: Exactly. Like, I felt like she was going to lay into him more oh, than just yeah. verbally. Yeah. <laughs> but while that's going on back on Earth, head over to Io, which, yes. of course, our crew is watching what's happening, and they are just in absolute disbelief and terror that they see the protomolecules just streaking across the sky. I would be, too, because they had come through so much at that point. Right. And you have nothing you can do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Holden gets his mind together and tells Alex to find a way to shoot him down.
0: And it's and great. Alex can do this because Alex is smart because Cassian Anvar is amazing. Yes. <laughs> but I, I feel like it took too long. And I know the whole point was that, you know, he he was in shock just like everybody else.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: But holy cow. It's. Like everything else, you know, 30 seconds can totally change the way anything happens
1: in this show. Absolutely it can. Even though
0: it felt like days with <laughs> they were standing there. <laughs> uh, but man, Alex yep. is badass.
1: And He knocks out quite a few of them, but there's too many of them and the remaining pods escape his grasp.
0: But there's still hope.
1: You would think.
0: Ah, uh, come on. We have hope in our pocket because Naomi is attempting to decipher the pod's destination and she discovers that they have stealth tech, which unfortunately is bad. Yeah. (laughs) I still have hope. But here's the other thing. Here's our hope. Naomi figures out that, the I think it's Naomi or was it Alex, that the controls are only accessible on the Agatha King. So until they get control, there's no way to change their course. So, of course, I'm like, okay, well, they know what's happening, so this means something good, right? Uh,
1: there, there is a tiny ray of hope here, yes. And of course, Abba Solara believes the protomolecule pods are heading to Mars. Mal owns the helium refinery on Io and is essentially owned by Aaron Wright.
0: Oh, Aaron Wright. Your sticky little fingers are everywhere.
1: Yes. So when the pods make contact, everything on the red planet will be subject to blue goo and <laughs> no stone stone will be unturned and nothing unscathed.
0: Now, question. Okay, you already know that something weird is happening on Venus, right? Like the the whole region knows what's going on, more or less. Right. Yes. Why are you like, oh I'm gonna set these loose on Mars? Then you're giving them an entire second planet. Right. Granted, it's going to kill everybody. It's like, oh, good, my enemies are gone. But you're giving them another planet.
1: Yes. Not the smartest thing to do.
0: No. And I'm like, whose brainchild is that? Ah, facepalm to an extreme.
1: Yes. So, of course, you got Mao and Strickland in the control room, and they hear noise from above and are aware of... The crew's presence in the refinery, so they figure out, we got to come up with a plan.
0: Well, Mal's just like, all right, I'm going to get out of here, and you're on your own. Bye.
1: Yeah. Seeing that this is probably the Martians, I'm not sticking around.
0: Well, he's smart in that regard.
1: Yeah. Of course, Strickland doesn't want to see the work go down the drain. Yeah, Strickland. And Mal changes course and notifies the remainder of the staff that the crew is intent on killing them. Time to fight for their lives. So he so, just yeah. set
0: everybody up to die.
1: Yes, that, to give them more time to make their escape. Oh, God, I don't like that man either. No. So Mal Strickland and the children head for the ship. The first Strickland pays the Katoa protomolecule hybrid a visit and releases him.
0: And I honestly thought here, and I was kind of hoping, that somehow the Katoa protomolecule was going to come after Strickland.
1: Yes. I was, I was like, hoping you know,
0: so, too. Well, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Right. But we have Holden. God, who was it? It was Holden, Prax, Bobby, and Amos. Right. Who are coming through. And Bobby's set. She's like, all right, I'm doing this. And the only person that knows that she has all this extra weaponry that she's going to engage, if they see any, is Alex. Alex, yeah. Who did <laughs> not share this with anybody. No. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea to not share that information. But at least you know, uh, on the other side of that coin, that your crew is going to have a better shot of getting getting clear of this protomolecule. Right. But still, I feel like he should have told Holden. Yeah. Especially because he seemed really, I guess the word I'm looking for is surprised. Right. When Bobby's like, no, you go get the kids. I'm going after it. I'm going to distract whatever's coming. Even though she you know, went around the corner and unfortunately had to take out several of the scientists. Right. And when and that happens, out. yeah. When that happens too, Prax goes in first in this particular area. And wasn't it Amos that grabbed him and like shoved him down? Yeah. Because he's like, no, first one in shoots. It's like, wait, what? I yeah. was thinking he meant him but it's like, hello, Bobby has the armor, duh. Yeah. It it was something just completely surreal to see Prax just change from what we've seen him in the last few episodes.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you went from a a botanist to a cold-blooded killer here.
0: It it made me sad.
1: Yeah. So once they clear there, Bobby detects that a hybrid is present and says, I'm going after that.
0: Oh, and she even told Solar to shut up. Yeah. And of course, you know, she's arguing over the intercoms. It's like, yeah, really? First of all, you're going to argue with Bobby. How well do you think that's going to work?
1: It's not. <laughs> so, of course, Holden, Amos, and Prax set out to find May. And Holden discover exactly where the children are headed. So, Amos and Prax attempt to cut them off before they can escape, while Holden tracks down Mal who's seen roaming the corridors with his bodyguard.
0: And I was assuming cases of cash. I don't know.
1: Right. Could, More have, than what.
0: could have been hard hard drives. I don't know, but he seemed pretty dead set on making sure he had those and he wasn't worried about the kids or the scientists.
1: Right. Well, Bobby crosses path with the protomolecule hybrid, and she fires shots and has to pursue the hybrid. Well, and did they, she
0: start and then turn around and take off running a different way
1: to make right, it follow yes. her
0: to get away? Right. Yeah.
1: And they face off in an epic battle, leaping across vast spaces from scaffolding to scaffolding.
0: That was pretty impressive.
1: Yes, it was. Yeah. A little game of cat and mouse.
0: Yeah. Until you you were able to see, well, you as the audience, that the protomolecule like kind of took a right turn. And we're like, what did it just do? I'm like, oh, crap. Somehow it's getting in front of her, isn't it? Yep. And because she turns around, she's like, where did it go? Well, it came at her from above.
1: Yep, yep. sure did. And, and they fall off the building and land with a huge thud.
0: Yeah, and her mask cracks again. I'm like, this woman?
1: Yeah, <laughs> poor mask, just can't handle it. No
0: joke, like. I don't know. I would think that that would be like, be able to withstand, I don't know, tons of force or something. I would be worried if something was not thick enough that's keeping me from death. Right. <laughs> anyway, I was a little so, upset with this whole thing because somehow I wanted Katoa to, I don't
1: know,
0: manage to talk to her. Right. Be like, help me, kill me, something. I don't know. Right. I wanted him to be in there.
1: But we didn't get that. No. So, We Amos and Prax find Strickland with the children. And, of course, Strickland goes into his Aaron Wright impersonation saying, Oh, I'm just trying to get the kids to safety.
0: Oh, I was so disgusted.
1: Oh, I know.
0: I'm like, I feel grimy listening to him say this.
1: Right. But May spots her father, and the two are gloriously reunited. That was so awesome. It was great. And, of course, Holden tracks down Mao and takes him prisoner. Good. Yes. And, of course, Mao asserts that, like Aaron Wright, everything he did was in the name of stopping this war.
0: I call BS. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> the war that you started. Right, right. I'm
0: going to stop the thing that I'm starting. Yeah, okay. Right.
1: I was attempting to prevent the event on Venus from escalating.
0: You don't know how that happened. No. stopping anything?
1: <laughs> no, you're not. Fire liar. So... Prax introduces May to his best friend in the whole world, Amos. Was that not the sweetest thing? Oh, absolutely it was. I felt a little teary-eyed. Yes. And even Amos kind of goes, huh?
0: (laughs) Yeah, because his face, like, it totally changed. It's like, ah, okay.
1: Yeah. And Prax says, May, you stay with Amos while uh, I go talk with Strickland.
0: Yeah, I thought the talk with Strickland... Was going to be at the other end of his gun. Yes. And it, it was intended yeah, to. Yeah, it almost was.
1: But Of course, Strickland's still lying his, through his teeth, uh-huh. claiming he never laid a finger on May and never would have.
0: Uh, yeah, okay, nobody believes you.
1: No. And starts begging for his life as Pratt's, uh gets a little itchy trigger finger there.
0: And you know what? This was so fitting because Amos and walks in and, like, puts his gun, well, Prax's gun, like, puts it down.
1: And he's like, you're not that kind of man. Right.
0: And you know if Prax ended up having to do that, it would have destroyed him.
1: Oh, absolutely it would have. He'd never been able to look at his daughter the same way. No.
0: And then he's like, you know,
1: Amos tells him, go be with your daughter. Yeah.
0: And I was like, oh, my God, my heart's swelling. I'm like, you need to beat the crap out of that man, though, Amos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He does one thing better because he looks at Strickland and says, But I am.
0: Oh, especially after Strickland's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He was just upset. It's like, oh, dude, no. (laughs) Maybe had you not spoken, he might have forgotten or, like, spaced you or something. But it's like, he turned around. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Yes, I'm that kind of guy, though.
1: All right. So we better go back to Bobby, who's attempting to move. And next thing she knows, the hybrid is on top of her chest.
0: It kind of stopped.
1: Right. For a brief second, it did.
0: Now, do you when think you th- it
1: was? What do you think yeah, it was? I, yeah, I, I think Katoa was trying to come through.
0: See, right here, I kind of thought that, you know, that could be the, the situation. And Katoa was able to see what he had turned into.
1: Right. Right. Looking through the... Um,
0: the reflection. Into her
1: visor. Yeah. Right.
0: But uh, whether that's what it was or not, again, just a few seconds changed the whole tide. Yep. Because she was able to blast the crap out of his head. <laughs> yeah. And it's—I feel bad because you know it's the kid, but at the same time, it's like that thing was going to kill everything and everyone. Right. So I'm just happy May's
1: okay. Yes, they got May out of there.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, that was a
1: win for our side. It was so of, great. Uh, only one, though, but... <laughs>
0: yeah, but it was great, because I was happy. It's like, yes! May has yeah. not been experimented on.
1: Exactly. It's the little things at this point. Yep. So we go back to the Agatha King, and we find Gochiar waking up, floating in the med bay. Oh. Uh, and a, a
0: woman and a man come in, and they're
1: fighting. Right. And we can tell that the man is infected with protomolecule. Which is So, bad. The, that, yes, the Agatha King has been hit by one of the pods.
0: Oh, crap. That's what I was thinking. Crap. Because Kotiar is still bound to the chair. Right. So it's like, oh, goody, you have somebody who's infected, somebody who's fighting the guy infected, and you can't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, and you can't do anything.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. But the woman at least manages to get her gun out and shoot the infected guy in the head. And Kotiar I don't know why I And the
1: guy away. just – and what's funny is the guy just stood there. Okay,
0: yeah, that was weird because everything's like zero G right now.
1: Right. He didn't fall down, nothing. He just stood there and you just go, you're waiting for it to come back to life.
0: <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking at first, and then I realized, oh, wait, he was just floating. So it's like low G or zero G. So right, we we see it more – because he ends up getting the woman to basically let him go. She shoots the, the restraint, and he has to tell her, that blue goo, eh, you ain't going to make it, dear. No. And so he gets out. She, I think, shot herself, didn't she?
1: I we think assume so, that's so.
0: what's happening, because it's off screen. Right. And when he goes in the hall, this is when we see all the other, like, dead people not falling down. Right. It was so weird.
1: That he finds a back suit and gets in it and... Sets out, he surveys how bad the protomolecule has already laid so much waste to the ship. And, of course, by this time, Alex and Naomi have jumped in the uh, racer and headed over to try to get control of the pods from the Agatha King.
0: Who do they find when they get there? Oh, good old wind. Yeah, unfortunately not, Cartier.
1: No. I, I'm
0: like, can you just go and kick him once? It's just pick one. <laughs> but Naomi was able to make some progress because she rerouted the pods, but it turned out it was only one pod. Right. So it's like, and they crazy. aren't
1: going to have enough time to do all of them.
0: <laughs> no, because they're moving so fast, and because next thing we know, we see Kotiar crawling, who unfortunately has been infected at this point. Right. And he decides to put a message out, like, "Hey, everybody." get out of here because I'm going to blow this bad boy up.
1: Yeah. We're going to nuke this bitch.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And, of course, Ovis Laura's like, help him. Help him. They're like, he's infected. What do you want me to do? Right. This is what he's doing. He's going out for the glory of the the worlds, the universe, because he's trying to kill off some of this molecule at the same time. Ah, oh. But I was, like, so upset that he was dying here. Right. Although the actor himself, he's like, oh, hello. Look how many people yeah. I'm going <laughs> to save then. It's yeah. Like, oh, still. And it's like he was talking to Navasalara. Right. Because just a little conversation he was having. He's like, I'm going out a hero. Don't be sad. And you can't stop me. And all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, he can't hear her. But he knows.
1: Right. He knows she's listening. Oh,
0: uh, again, got, got a little dusty in here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And Naomi finally convinces Alex to abandon the ship. And uh, she has another idea in mind for destroying the pods. So they quickly get back on the Razorback and get out of there as the Agatha King blows up. Goes
0: boom. Well, back on the Rossi, we have Alex who, you know, he's still trying to figure out how the hell to save Mars. Because, of course, his family's there. Right. What are we going to do? And just the fact that Naomi, and I'm not saying she's wrong, but the fact that she's like, oh, we need to use Fred Johnson. It's like, God dang it. Yeah. Every time you go back to Fred Johnson, we can't trust him at this point. No. But it's not always going back to him.
1: Yep. And that's her belter connection.
0: I wanted to scream. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And bang my head on the wall.
1: (laughs) Yes, I didn't want to see innocent people on Mars get killed by the protomolecule, but damn, not Johnson. Not again. Yeah, because that's going to come back to haunt them even more.
0: Right. Well...
1: But the crew decides that that's the best bet.
0: Yeah, I mean, whatever to save a whole frickin' planet, I guess. Right. And weirdly, when Naomi reaches out, Fred Johnson, yeah, I'll do that, Okay. It'll make us look good. It's like, Urgh. Urgh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so we see Prax tucking in May and I don't think I've seen those two so happy since uh, ever. Right. Because <laughs> we didn't see them before. That's
0: true. We did never see them together at all. No. Oh, that's sad though. But it's Yeah. And Holden bringing Mao to Avasaur. It's like, here's a present. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and uh, Holden and Naomi having a little makeup session of their own.
1: Yeah, that was a little surprising. Not in zero-G,
0: unlike how <laughs> we've seen Holden previously. Yeah. <laughs> I think episode
1: one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Fred Johnson doing what he said he would do. Yep. Which still surprised me.
1: Yes, because you would think he would have said, eh, Hey, we get rid of Mars, that's just one less we got to take care of have to fight with so
0: true. And then the weird stuff happened.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: because this wasn't weird enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the proto molecule decides it's done with Venus and leaps.
0: Yes. Almost into a a ship. It reminded me very much, isn't this the one I I'm like, when did we get to Krypto? Yeah. Because it looked like <laughs> Brainiac ship all of a sudden. It's like what the hell? I yeah. think we used <laughs> the wrong footage. <laughs> and it's weird because we have the other kids that they saved from Strickland. And, you know, Amos is giving them all food. And it looked like he was pouring milk or something in cereal. Right. And he happens to look up at the vid screen. And, of course, he's dropping some F-bombs. Cause he's oh, like, yeah. what is that? Along with everybody else who's watching at this moment. Right. Because suddenly it turned into like a ring. Just kind of hanging out in space. And I'm like, what? I totally said the same thing Amos said, so I'm not going to lie about that.
1: Right. Yeah. Actually, yeah. The last we see of it, it kind of looks like a, a jellyfish with the tentacles hanging there. Oh, I
0: thought it had <laughs> flipped open.
1: Yeah, maybe it did.
0: I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. I think it I think it probably didn't yet.
0: But it was <laughs> like, yeah, basically I was right there with Amos, though.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh yeah, that's where we ended. And I was like, what? And I couldn't believe that that happened because that's not what I was expecting.
1: Right. Yeah. There was no way we could have figured out that, yeah, it was, it had taken apart the Abergast so it could build something that would allow it to move and right. get off the planet.
0: And not have to rely on anything or anyone.
1: Right. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So, all This thing's got some massive intelligence there. Right. Right. And it's freaky.
0: Hey, Steve, do we have any feedback for this episode?
1: Oh, yes, we do. This time we have some written feedback from Fred from the Netherlands. So let's get into it. Of course, he says this time I'm going to give my feedback in a different way as as usual. Instead of following the episode, I will just have some comments, predictions, and questions about each character. All right. Naomi said to James Holden, it's time. I think she will go look for her son, perhaps with the help of Fred Johnson. Hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: Very. Solara has to grieve over the loss of Koichar, and she has to decide what to do with J.P. Mao. Eventually, she will probably replace Sorrento Gillis. She has to get to Earth now.
0: Well, that I think is going to be easy enough to take care of. I mean, the grieving, she already said that you know when she lost her son, she knew she had a keep going so that i think she'll be able to do and what to do with mao is a whole other story but uh i don't know i think with gillis she may ha- not have to try too hard to replace him
1: right now, of course bobby has to heal from all her bruises she will remain the bodyguard of ava Solara until there's peace between earth and mars only then will she go back to mars uh, i don't know what do you think on this one steve I think that's probably pretty close. Well I think she will stay, stick around with Ava Solara for a little while to make sure things are kind of under control on Earth and the U.N., and then, yeah, she wants to get back to Mars and get back in the Marines, I'm okay. sure.
0: Okay, I only doubt this because I don't think they're going to ever have full peace. There's just going to be, you know, a little bit more stability. Per- that's my a, thought.
1: A truce. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Holden. He will have emotional problems with Naomi leaving. He will eventually bring Ava to Earth. Question is whether they first have to do something about that jellyfish that arose from Venus.
0: All right, Fred. I'm saying this out of love. I don't think that was too much of a stretch that, you know, Holden's going to have emotional problems.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think,
0: I think he's, he's just barely hanging on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Prax. Prax can't have May and the other kids in the middle of a war zone. He will probably not abandon May once more. He has to go someplace safe with her. I totally agree with that, Fred. He cannot have those kids on the Rossi with all the danger that they seem to get themselves into.
0: A 100% on board with that.
1: (laughs) And Amos, Amos is just that guy. He will go wherever Holden will go. Perhaps he will go with Naomi looking for her son, but I don't think so. Or he will play a role in protecting Prax and the kids.
0: Interesting because I I do believe that he is going to be sticking it out with Holden. Right. I don't think, just like Fred, that he will go with Naomi, even though if this was before everything went down, he would have definitely been like Bye guys, I'm hanging out with her. Right. And but
1: yeah, I can see him ending up with Pryx, too.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, because the kids were on board when the jellyfish thing came out of Venus, I think he's going to be in the same state of mind that the best way for him to protect the kids is to get them as far away as possible and to basically be that that blocker between them and whatever that jellyfish
1: thing is. (laughs) All right. Alex wants to go to Mars and see his son. But he will probably have to do some piloting first. Yeah, Yeah. more than likely. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Aaron Wright, I would be disappointed if he's going to play a major role from now onward. Absolutely. Perhaps he remains in prison until Abbasalara will deal with him. I had fully expected he would kill Sorrento Gillis or do at least an attempt.
0: You know what? I thought he was going to try that at the very end there. Yeah, He was going to try to, like, kill him or something. But... The only major role I want is people just smacking him. I don't know. That's it. Maybe he's going to be one of those blow-up punching dolls from now on. That's how yeah. I, I see him.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, of course, Secretary General Gillis, he was the other spineless jellyfish in this episode.
0: <laughs> nice
1: one, Eventually, huh? <laughs> the population will see who he is and will turn against him. The question is whether Solara is nearby. If not, he will be lynched. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think he's going to be able to just kind of politician his way out and under the radar. But
1: Yeah, probably. Now, Anna, I don't know what will happen to her. If you ask me, she just can go home.
0: Okay, I have no idea either. Apparently, she's a little bigger in the book, so I'm guessing she's not going
1: to just disappear, but I don't know. Right. And Jules Pierre Mao, I think he will still play a role perhaps in some connection to Julie. I don't think she or or her spirit is completely gone.
0: Mm, again, punchy bag, but that's my opinion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Julie Mao and Miller, perhaps they both will be reassembled somehow. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Especially if Jellyfish thing is like a ship. What if, like, she's the voice of the ship or something?
1: Right. Could be. Hmm. Drummer will... Bring the Nauvoo to Tycho. Perhaps this big, big ship will play a role in the encounter with that big, big jellyfish.
0: I have no idea what's happening with the Nauvoo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what it's doing. I'm, they're retrofitting it, and I don't know if it's heading to Tycho or not. Uh, Fred Johnson, he's going to help with fighting the proto molecule. He has no nukes anymore, so possibly with the Nauvoo in play. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, we know he's not going to just disappear.
1: No, he is not. We have yet, yeah, we have not heard the last of Fred Johnson or Dawes. Right. Fred goes on. If any of my expectations come through, we will have a, a very few dispersed episodes ahead. Naomi is going to look for her son. Alex is going to his son on Mars. Prax is going to safety with the kids. James is fighting the, molecule jellyfish, Solara going to Earth with Bobby, and Anna just goes home to the love of her life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think the writers will go that way, because we want to see a team in action, and most importantly, in interaction. Yeah, I
0: don't think they take the easy way out that you just gave them.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Maybe towards the end of the uh, series, that's how it ends, but uh, (laughs) I don't think so right now. Right. Finally, I have the feeling that the proto molecule or that sample in the cargo bay of the Rossinati will have some positive role. We constantly see the proto molecule as a big threat. I wouldn't be surprised if we will get a big twist and the protomolecule is not as bad as we think it is. Hmm.
0: All right, Fred, are you messing with us?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Greetings, all the best, Fred.
0: Well, you know what, that's really interesting, though, what he just said, because... We have seen the protomolecule obviously as a threat and we've seen it, uh, when it hits a ship, it like expands like crazy. Right. And that hasn't done anything.
1: Right. And right. It, we haven't seen, you know, you would think by now with as bad as the Agatha King looked. Right. Getting hit with it that the Rossi would be almost gone. Yeah. You know, completely taken over. And so yeah, that, that's interesting that. For some reason, it kind of apparently likes Holden for some reason. <laughs> hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: Varies. Well, thanks again for your feedback, Fred. We really appreciate it, and you've got some great thoughts here.
0: Thanks, Fred. What did you guys think of this, and uh, was your reaction the same as Amos's at the end?
1: <laughs> if it wasn't, you were watching. <laughs> right?
0: So let us know what you think at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. It's S Y F Y at com. While you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and any other podcatcher you're finding us on. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show. Find us. Tell your friends about the show, especially because it's coming back because yay. Yes.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Amazon.
0: And we do hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, You can check out our other contact info at www.fangirlzone.com. We have our contact links so you can see everywhere we are. And we'd love to talk to you guys. And for those of you who have been talking to us on YouTube, thank you so much. And um, we've been informed that there's a whole Reddit page for um, The Expanse, which, not on Reddit, haven't figured that out just yet. Yeah. (laughs) But that is something that we can work on now in between seasons, too. Uh, Because we know it's coming back. And I'm super excited that it's coming back. So, that being said, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirless.
1: And I'm Steve. I am that guy.
0: And until next time.